Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited. We have a fantastic guest here with us today, all the way from Australia. Kelly Glover is here, and she specializes in booking podcast tours for entrepreneurs and authors. She started podcasting in 2007 and has an 18-year track record working in media and talent management. Kelly is the founder of the Talent Squad and is here to teach the benefits of the podcast guesting strategy and how you can not only get ready to pitch and get booked, but also how to actually ace your interview. You can find more about her at thetalentsquad.com, which is her website. And whatever she's teaching and doing must be working because she's our guest today and she's successfully booked this interview. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes, I walk my talk. I do my own strategy. Thank you, Mario. I love it. I mean, it's just so much fun talking to someone who, you know, much like me, you have a radio background and you've been in media for so long and now you're focusing in on podcasts. So we have a lot in common right out of the gate. But why don't you tell us your story through media, if you don't mind, just so we can get better, a better idea of what you're, why you're so passionate and the experience that you have. Yes. Yeah, so I loved talk shows as a kid. So I am in my 40s and grew up in the era of Donahue, Sally Jesse Raphael, Ricky Lake, old school Oprah. So I always loved the talk shows. I always wanted to be in media. So I headed in that direction, worked in media and entertainment, went to college in Ohio and did internships. So my first internship was at Miramax. I also did red carpet interviews with celebrities and from there ended up in radio as a radio announcer and from there ended up in podcasting. So when I went to college, podcasting was not invented. So I've ended up in a career that didn't exist when I went to university, which I love. And then I've now gone on to be a podcast producer for a network and then started my own agency, The Talent Squad. So it's one of those, it took me, well, it's year 19 now. So coming up to two decades to get where I am. And it has been the most amazing journey, but it's cumulative as well, which I think is something that people don't necessarily always look at. They want something now, but you know, it's taken me 20 years to get to this thing that wasn't invented when I started. I was going to say, you're the 20 year overnight success we hear about. Yeah. And I'm not even a success. I'm at the bottom of the damn mountain, you know, but I've, yeah, I've got a lot of runs on the board and I've got a lot of experience from different, different areas that I'm able to bring in, which is amazing. 
So let me ask you this. Over the 20 years, as you've been building up to where you are today, what kept you going every day? Like, what was exciting to you that you would get out of bed in the morning and you would, you know, because, and I found in my entrepreneurial journey, I'm much like you. I've been here, I've been doing this for 10 years. It's taken me 10 years to get up to where I am today to this point. And now I can look back and see all the little steps and all the things that, like you said, was that cumulative or compound effect that over the course of those 10 years led me to where I am now. So what motivated you or drove you every day when you got up to keep doing day after day after day to get to where you are? I picked an industry that I loved and have a personal interest in. That's for me. It's not for everybody. So every job I've ever done has been related to something I'm genuinely, like I said, I love the talk shows from the 90s. So this is, and I knew I was never going to be Oprah. I knew I was never going to be at that level. So I picked my version of being involved. So, so maybe I can't be on the football team, but I can be the coach or whatever analogy and element that goes with. So what gets me up is... I'm truly interested in the area that I'm in and there's no separation for me between my interest and my profession. I've always picked something. My interest and profession have always been the same thing. That's huge. So you're very passionate, obviously, about what you do and it keeps you going each and every day and you're starting to, you know, you've seen results over 20 years that are just getting better and better. So I think that a lot of people that I talk to, especially in the entrepreneurial world, I see it more and more today, especially with social media. They want to get to the destination without taking the journey. Like they look at these people that they admire and they try to show up and be them today, but they're not where they are today. You're where you are today. They're where they are today, but they had to go through a lot to get to where they are. And you probably have to go on not the same journey, but your own personal journey to be the best version of yourself each and every day to grow to that point. Yeah. And again, using Oprah, because she's the example that everybody knows, Oprah is Oprah. We all get it. But right now, if Oprah's starting out, she would not get on her own show. Oprah back with the talk shows, pre-talk shows, new anchor, news anchor, not news anchor, reporter, all that stuff, would not never get on the Oprah Winfrey show when she started out. Same person, same skill, same everything, but would not would not have made it. So I think that's an interesting way to look at it. Every, yeah, and everyone wants the instant success. It's not how it, I'm only doing what I'm doing because I have a 20-year back catalogue of all the other things that I can bring into it. The, the 20 years ago, I wouldn't be able to have the skills that I've built up over time doing what I'm doing. Over the past 20 years, can you think of things that you've tried, that you've done, ideas you've had maybe that didn't pan out, but now looking back at them, you can say, I'm glad I did that because it gave me this skill that I can bring to the next thing. Because I have a lot of those things that I've done that seemed like a good idea at the time that I was really excited about that just didn't pan out. But I don't look at them as failures because I did learn something that I can then apply today. So it's almost like I needed to do that so that I can take what I learned and make what I do today even more powerful. Do you have those types of experiences? Oh, I've got a graveyard of them as everybody does. But also I think that not everything is longevity. You can't do everything all the time and everything be a success. So something is just for a period of time as well. So um, so for example, I did improv. Before I did radio, I did I was I'd done community radio and then did improv and I was a failure 
getting on stage, people booed me off the stage. It was the worst. I still feel sick about it. And I learned from that and went, okay, well, I'm not good on stage. I'm very quick. I can come up with things, but I can't. It's like walking and talking and chewing gum at the same time and like acting. It couldn't do it. But the skills I got from improv were amazing. I still recommend it. I would still do a class from it. I got so much out of it. So I recommend the, the how can I say, the the action, the learning that I got from that is worth it, but I'm not a, a, not an on-stage person. So sometimes you have to separate, you could pull elements out of something and it's still a success in learning. Um, so, and I started, I've started multiple blogs. I was a tour guide in Europe for a year and I was trying to do a blog called Misguided, but I, a lot of things I've been too early on, right? So, um, and I, so I did, but that led to my other blog, Big Curvy Love, which was a plus size blog, but then I lost 200 pounds. So I can't do that anymore. So there's always, but everything is a stepping stone. So you can't get to the top of the pyramid without, you can't just jump up there. You're not on springs. So you have to go up each step of the way to get there. So uh, that's the the only way that I can think. And I've no regrets out of any of that stuff. None. I don't do regrets at all. I love that. And because, you know, I have similar experience, but I've been asked on other podcasts that I've been a guest on, you know, about failure. And I always say, I don't believe in failure. It's the perception because failure is just a label that we've created to justify to ourselves why we didn't meet our own expectation. But maybe our own expectation, you know, when we tie things, expectations to things, who says that we have the best plan? I Whatever you believe in as a higher power, whether it be God, grace, the universe, whatever you call it, I mean, I think that has an element to it as well. When we have intention and we put in action and we do it consistently, we get a little bit of help. Yeah. And I also see, I do believe in failure. And I know that's like just a a point of view, which is what you're saying, but I failed at being a radio announcer. I am not a radio announcer on breakfast radio. So what, who cares? I'm doing other stuff. Did I, I, I failed at it, but that's just a fact. But maybe you weren't meant to be a radio announcer because oh. maybe you were meant to do what you're doing now, which is helping other people get their message to the world and get in front of more people. So, like, if you look at it that way and say, maybe that's not where, you know, God wanted me to go. Maybe this is where I use my best talents because I can serve more people doing this. Then I wouldn't say that's a failure. I'd say, you know, I expected to do that as something I wanted to do. But, you know, that that wasn't the grand scheme. And I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing now. So I feel very fulfilled and I'm happy I went down that path to learn what I needed to learn to use what, to use those skills today. 100%. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah. So that's just, that's the way I perceive things, but I love the fact that you've been doing this for so long. You're still as passionate today about it as you were 20 years ago when you went down the path. And, you know, as someone who's halfway to where you are being the 10 years that I've been doing this, I can totally appreciate it. And I can't wait to have you back on the next show because I want to talk more about podcast guesting, because I think it's something that is becoming more and more popular, something more people are talking about. But as a podcast host myself, I see so many people, you know, my inbox gets inundated with pitches on a consistent basis. And it's amazing how many of them are very poorly done or not thought out or copy paste. And so I would love to talk to you about the proper way to get on podcasts and the proper way to hit, because I run my show very professionally. I'm very proud of that. But I think there's a professional way to be a guest too, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Mario, let's do it.
I can't wait. Kelly, thank you so much for being here. This has been a great conversation. Can't wait to have you back. I want to remind people to visit you at thetalentsquad.com. That is your website where they can get all types of information about you, about podcast guesting, about your podcast tours that you create for people, which is totally awesome. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.